Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Asian Glow Up Podcasts. We're your hosts. I'm April. I'm Jackie. And I'm JoJo. This is our very last episode of 2021. As a reminder, we have new episodes on the 15th of every single month. The three of us have been back in New York and living together, which has been really fun. Wow. It's gone by so, so fast. And we're still honestly in the process of decorating our apartment, which is kind of sad. But it is coming together, and we're excited. So... This episode is going to be our 2021 Reflections episode. And in the past, to kind of give everyone a quick background, we chose specific words as our theme for each year. So for example, in 2020, my word was create or to create. In 2021, I set the intention of having the word as growth. And that was kind of my theme for this past year. The three of us are each going to go through our different themes that we chose, how we did, maybe what went well and what didn't go as planned and of course we'll end with what our theme will be for next year and how we'll plan to really integrate that theme and that word into our daily lives it's funny that april used the word intent to describe her word of growth because my word of 2021 was intent or intention and then my word or theme for 2020 was gratitude Oh, my word was grit and we go a complete different route for 20. 22 so it'll be interesting i'm excited yeah it'll be very interesting (laughs) i know what the word is already but i don't think jojo does so i I didn't tell either of them my word yet or my theme as i should say but i'm looking forward to this recording because i was just listening to last year's episode this morning and it's interesting how much has changed one year ago i was still in las vegas we had plans to come back to new york in winter or like early 2021 but nothing was set in stone yet we just kind of said like maybe january maybe Mm -hmm. february the three of us will probably live together and now we're living it so i'm just excited to keep doing this every single year honestly (laughs) and i hope that when we're older we can look listen back to those episodes and kind of keep it as like a little tradition slash diary i don't know (laughs) I, i think it's really cute and i do see and hear how much we've grown over the years mm-hmm. and I don't know I'm, I'm excited to grow older with you guys it really relates true just to the podcast name like just seeing yeah, how we are exactly. growing up each year and how much we're changing and even if it even if no one else is listening like I yeah. want to hear this for myself exactly like 10 years from now. I was actually thinking like does anyone actually care about these episodes honestly I did not think people cared until the Spotify wrapped came out for this year and people were tagging oh, yeah. us as like one of their top five podcasts and like people were dming me it was really like nice to hear that people are keeping up with us and like what we're saying because i'm like i don't even know what we're saying half the time so that just that's the beauty of it it's just a long-winded way of me saying that i am grateful for you listeners because without you we would literally just be talking to ourselves not her 2020 word of gratitude i know (laughs) bring it back bring it back (laughs) All right, so I think we should jump right in. We already briefly mentioned what our words were for 2021. Mine was growth. And a quick background on why I chose this word. In 2020 or near the end of 2020, I kind of felt like I was in a little bit of a of a rut. I don't know if you guys remember this. Yeah, I remember. It inspired oh, yeah. our How to Get Out of a Rut episode, <laughs> which kind of helped, I think. But I just kind of felt like things were so repetitive And then, like, even before going home for COVID, and then when we were actually home, it was intensified. So 
I think I just really looked forward to some change in my life. What scale were you wanting to grow for for it to be a successful year? I think when I was chose that word, there wasn't a specific reason or a specific thing that I was looking at. It was very much so a feeling that I that I wanted. That feeling of being like I am making progress. And not to say that I wasn't, there there was just something missing. Do you think you found it yet? I think growth is a never-ending journey, mm. but when I think back to 2021 and when I was preparing for this episode and just thinking about how this past year went, so much happened. Yeah. I think the person I am now is very different from the person I was last year and probably very different from the person I'll be next year. So I want to say yes, I did follow through on this theme on purpose and also not on purpose because sometimes shit just But happens. I feel like not in a way that you even intended to. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Sometimes like, I feel like things just kind of happen, but that's kind of like the point of these themes, you know? Like, it doesn't mean you have to think about it every single day. Yeah. But it's just kind of like in the back of your mind and you're kind of thinking like, what can I do to make myself a better person? What type of people do I want to be around? What type of activities and hobbies do I want to be a part of? Mm-hmm. And I learned so, so much this year. So my word was intent or intention. And I really feel like I originally wanted that word to be about my my time but towards the end of the year I realized that it was more about my energy versus my time I feel like I was overexerting myself more and I was doing so much shit because obviously like we came out of quarantine and like I know that COVID is still very much a thing but more and more people were leaving their homes at the beginning of the year doing things and I feel like I was just feeling a lot of pressure to also just do to do I can't believe I said that. Just to keep <laughs> keep on doing things with no breaks and no rest. So yeah, that's kind of like how my word developed throughout the year. So do you think you were successful with intention? I think it depends on what success would mean for me this year. If it was doing more things, then yes, I think I was very successful. I guess the theme of being intentional or like... The core of being intentional isn't how much you do or mm, isn't how exactly, much you do. Exactly. It's, is what you're doing bringing you joy? Mm-hmm. Not to get Marie yeah, yeah. <laughs> on us, but is everything that you did, because I know that you did a lot. I saw it like firsthand. Yeah. Yeah. But did everything that you do align, align with your goals mm-hmm. and what you want to do? I would actually say yes, but I definitely got very distracted here and there. Like, I started so many mm-hmm. random hobbies this year, too. And, like, it's not a bad fun. thing. Yeah, it's so fun. But also, I'm like, should I have just focused on, like, one big idea? Or is it okay that I focus on, like, three little things? But I think the answer is yes, it's okay. Like, as long as it brought me joy this year, that was successful. Mm-hmm. Was it your intention to focus on one thing or to be more broad and try more things? I think my main focus was to spend more time with people but it just turned into like spending more time like creating things for other people I realized like I was like making tote Mm. bags but that wasn't necessarily for me like it was a creative outlet for myself but it was more so for my family and then like rug making wasn't ever really for me so I realized like it was never really about me this year and I think that was kind of a bad Mm. thing yeah like not to make it all about me but you'll see when I reveal my 2022 word that it it kind of does become more about me, like not in a selfish way, but 
in a way that will benefit other people too. No, it should be. Like, you're the main character of your life, you know? (laughs) Jackie, grit is a very, like, you know, kind of intense word. Like, it's kind of aggressive. It is very aggressive. And I think that was the point of 2021 is that I had so much energy. Did you? I I kind of felt like it. It's like we're in COVID and with 2021, it's like I want to do more. I want to keep pushing through Mm. everything. I want to keep grinding at something. And I, with this word, I feel like I, I feel like I didn't really follow through with it. I did at some points, like with my career and what I'm doing for my passions. Like I'm really going. I feel like you really dove into your side projects slash passions in life. So with my side hobbies and everything, I went full force. I kind of took on everything and anything. I got really into crypto and NFTs, and I'm really loving the technology, talking to other people and being able to get that passion. Like I will talk to someone and I can talk about it for hours on end of just what is to come and where this technology can go. It's very specific, but I'm loving it. And then we do our podcast and I'm loving doing that with us and what we're building and I'm trying to talk to other people and just like bringing on literally just trying to do everything right that's where the grid is coming from but then there's other aspects on my life where the rock climbing that I picked up this year I let that go I took on rock climbing I did that for a couple months and then and I didn't go as often as I would like you went a lot in the beginning you went like two three times a week yeah, so I realized I would start. I would focus on one thing and kind of drop another thing. Mm. That's, that's that's kind of okay though. It's yeah. funny because the three of us all kind of do that. <laughs> JoJo was kind of talking about that earlier too. Okay, so we kind of talked about why we chose the words. Now let's talk about how we did. So, what are some specific examples of how you brought in intention or grit in your life? So I know Jackie already kind of touched on a couple of things like rock climbing and crypto. Jojo, were there any specific examples of how you successfully or unsuccessfully integrated intention into your life? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, I feel like I made a lot of things happen this year, but at the same time, it was like, I didn't give myself a second to have a break. And it's crazy because like, The moments I did have, like, no project going on, I felt like I was wasting my time. Booked and busy. Wait, you felt like you were wasting your time with these projects? No, I felt like I was wasting my time by resting. Oh, when you were working on it. Yeah, and I found resting to be very stressful. Because, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, if I'm just laying in bed, I'm not doing anything. It's so weird because, like, why is resting stressful? Like, I would just want to fill that time (laughs) with anything. Like, I'd be like, okay, I need to research this for the podcast. I need to like watch videos on how to be the best rug maker or I need to Mm -hmm. help my friend make this amazing itinerary for a bachelorette. Like I'm like, I can't just like sit still. Like I'm very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. with just like sitting. Mm. I was reading something about how there's passive resting and active resting and with our resting, we need to even separate those. Like, can you define what each means? So Active resting would be like you're sitting on the couch, you're watching TV, and like you're still relaxing, but your mind is still taking in information. Mm. Yeah. So like reading a book is still technically active resting. Yeah. And like when you are resting, you need some passive resting too, where you're like sitting with your thoughts or meditating or doing things where your brain does not feel like it's continuously taking information because now it's just more sensory overload. Mm -hmm. So I think in the future, I'm like, my rest shouldn't be 
on my phone scrolling, whatever. Or I shouldn't be watching TV. What's I a should... good example of passive resting? Like um, meditation? Just, yeah, meditation. Mm. Maybe just like sitting down and just like literally just sitting. <laughs> like not oh even, God. right? Like <laughs> that sounds scary to a lot of people. But it's because no one does it and no one can really sit down for five minutes. I mean, when I was preparing for this episode, like jotting down my thoughts, I literally wrote that I did not meditate even once. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big meditator either. I kind of don't like it, to be honest. I feel like with guided meditation, because I actually try to meditate as often as I can. When was the last time you meditated? Like a week ago. (laughs) That's still better than me, yeah. Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. But... The guided meditation is taking what they're saying and then I actually repeat it to myself now. Mm. So I'm actually guiding my own meditation. Breathe in, breathe out, and like think of the X, Y, and Z or don't think of X, Y, and Z. I think I realized why I don't like meditation. I think it's too static. I don't like the idea of just like sitting in one place. It's kind of uncomfortable. You're not like... Yeah. But I don't know. That's the point. No, but I was thinking about what's like something relaxing that kind of brings me that same feeling uh-huh. and it's yoga because you're oh. you're kind of like doing that especially if your yoga instructor is someone who's also like think about like whatever yeah. but you're moving and stretching at the end of that hour-long class I'm like I feel great wow I actually fully agree with you because I we should only do more yoga. did yeah. I only did yoga like three times this year but I went to vital because yoga classes are included in the membership mm-hmm. and then I also got a yoga mat for my birthday that I didn't use. So I was Aww. like, I should go. And I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think for me with meditation, it's like I am forcing myself to sit still because usually I am like doing so much. Mm-hmm. So when I meditate and mm-hmm. forcing myself to literally sit, it um, calms me. I feel like it's also because of your ADHD, Jackie. Yeah. Like I'm sure that's a big part of it because you're also like, even when you're just sitting still, you're kind of picking at things or like, Playing with a pen or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. We should just cue all the times I'm clicking in half the episode. <laughs> Jojo, maybe we should start a yoga practice. Like in the morning. No, yeah. I'm down. We can play something on the TV, like those like 10 minute yoga. No, we or, like, totally should because those are good. Yeah, dude, stretching. We need to be stretching every single day. My posture is so yeah. bad. Yeah, no, like we Ever after. I, dancing. I think yeah. after you hit like 23, you're supposed to stretch every day. Oh, So we're behind. So some of the things that I did in 2021 are create a tote bag um, design in memory of my late grandmother. And I also raised $2,000 for Alzheimer's Association. And I actually chose them. Thank you. I actually chose that (laughs) specific nonprofit because I liked seeing where the money goes. It actually supports people... Um, who take care of people with Alzheimer's. So like family members who take care of their loved ones. And I've seen firsthand like how fucking hard that is. So I really like that my and everyone else's money was like going towards that. Um, And I started a rug making business, I guess. And I finished one of my first commissions for this girl from college named Rosa. So if you're listening, big shout out to you. What else did I do? The reason behind the tote bag too was that like my family doesn't really know what I do for a living. Like, they don't fully understand it. (laughs) So I feel like the intention there was to create something that would kind of show them, like, what I can do. Not that I feel like I have to, like, prove it, but it's kind of nice because it was for, like, all of my extended family to have. And, like, I like that it was, like, something physical to hold and something that 
would remind them of our grandmother. And then the rug, it's also like stress relieving to just use that tufting gun. Like yeah. Jackie knows how it is like to actually use it and April will because like shout out to Andrew, but she won the, mm-hmm. the tufting workshop from the yeah. slanted launch event. Listen to episode 23. With our friend Andrew Kim. But yeah, I think it's just more like being more intentional of like how I'm using my creativity. Another thing I did was I started therapy again in 2021. I think the last time we talked about this, I mentioned that I really liked my therapist and she actually was very supportive of the tote bags too. And she had ordered one and I'm very thankful, but I actually, actually just fired her last week. (gasps) Oh my God. Why? She was really sweet, but I wasn't really getting anything out of it. And I actually canceled my membership. It was through BetterHelp, but they reached out to me, the platform, and they told me that your membership actually is paid for until mid-January. So do you want to just try a different therapist? And I was like, I really don't, honestly. Like, I was just feeling oh. really burnt out. And I decided not to. But then I, I got a random notification. I think it was a glitch. But it said that I was paired with a therapist. And <gasps> I was like, okay, well, I'll just look at her profile. My preference for a therapist was actually to find a woman of color. And they actually mm-hmm. paired me with a white woman, which is not anything bad. But it was just funny because... Like, I always thought in my head, like, it has to be a woman of color who understands me, like, culturally. But I actually had my initial consultation with her last week. And she is fucking awesome. Like, she is, she does, she does CBT therapy, which is cognitive-based. And I think that's what I was looking for all along. And it kind of feels like, I don't want to say fate, but, like, I didn't even fucking want to continue therapy, but I was paired with her. And she yeah. is so, like, fucking intentional with our sessions so far. Like, I know I've, we've only had one, but she's already, like, based off your goals, we're not going to, like, bullshit this. You're going to wake up every morning, send me three feelings you felt from the day before, wow. and then process them for our next session. And I'm, like, Wait, really, really excited. Good. Yeah, because I feel like that's what I need. So. Yeah. And so, I think yeah. that's what you've been looking for and what you haven't been getting from other therapist so I'm exactly I'm I'm happy to like hear this yeah like I literally just talked to her two days ago so it's very fresh and new and who knows in like four more sessions I might realize that this is actually not what I'm looking for but it's pretty exciting to like end the year with this like new thing to look forward to every day wow yay I'm happy for you let us know how it goes thanks I'll keep you updated April do you want to dive more into like your word growth and how you think you did and some more tangible examples i think one of the biggest examples would be my involvement with the slanted community this year all in all i just really love the community i built for myself here in new york with people that really inspire me and i think i'm at the point where i'm able to let go fomo a little more and just things that don't really bring much into my life whether that's people or things so back to slanted and kind of how that affected my year, I was able to spend time with people that I truly, truly look up to. Not literally, because I think I'm taller than all of them. But I just think they're so inspirational. Like they have such different views on the role as I do, but we kind of come together, similar to how the three of us come together, to really try to make shit happen as a collective and as a group. And that community really inspires me. I think through all the ups and downs of 2021, I'm at a place right now where I just feel... I feel so much love in my life. Aww. Very at peace. I feel like I'm really getting older, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because now we're like three-ish years out of college. Three and a half years out of college. Okay. Wow. 
later on this episode when we jump into our personal career and relationship reflections, I can kind of dive a little bit deeper. But what have we accomplished recently that would have shocked me a year ago? Jackie, wow. if you want to go first. What have I accomplished? I think the whole career growth within crypto and NFTs, because what's really funny is that I didn't even know what Ethereum or Bitcoin or blockchain, any of that stuff. And I suddenly just came across now it. Now you're like in the middle of it. I've gotten to the point where like, I want to quit my job even and even move into yes. the crypto industry. And it's crazy because my whole trajectory has changed within my year because I really thought like, I'm just going to do the standard nine to five, mm-hmm. do my own side hobbies, whatnot. But now I'm like, wow, I... I have such a different meaning with work now because work doesn't feel like work anymore. I'm doing this because I'm loving learning about the technology. And when I talk to people and all that stuff, it's like I'm just talking about my passion. What do you think Jackie from December 2020 would say to Jackie today about this? I think like I'm proud before I used to be really scared of what's happening in the future and what's next for us. But now I'm like... You know, whatever comes next, like I'm really excited, whether that be good or bad. Like I know that I will be able to push through it and I'm excited to see what comes up next. Guess you could say the grit paid off. <laughs> yeah, that's a Ooh. lot of grit. Like what's shocking to you guys? Like what do you think has happened? You're like, oh shit, this happened, you know? I think for me, one of the biggest things that shocked me, shocked me, <laughs> that surprised <laughs> me. And- <laughs> okay. I think one of the biggest things that really surprised me from this past year was how much more I learned about myself. Mm. I think my entire life, I've always been pretty self-assured, pretty you know confident in who I was and who I was becoming. I think this past year really showed me what I'm capable of and the feelings that I'm able to feel. I feel like I was challenged in a lot of ways that I've never been challenged in the past. Around springtime this year, there was a lot of mental health things that I kind of dealt with for the first time in my life. Like there was a lot of anxiety. I think what was shocking wasn't that it happened. It was more so how much more I can learn about myself. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think in the past, there was always a good baseline. And that baseline was generally almost always positive. Mm -hmm. And I think this year really showed me what range I could feel or what range Mm. of emotions that I can experience. And as I get older, you know, I think more and more things are going to come up, more and more things are going to happen again or not happen again. And, you know, the things that you're exposed to are constantly changing. First thing that comes to mind is like, if we have kids, like the feelings that you're going to feel when you have kids is going to be like, we can't imagine that right now, right? Like if that happens, I don't know. This sounds so like la-di-da, but (laughs) I think I've always been very happy-go-lucky, very optimistic, very practical and very just like things will be fine as long as I keep working hard and as long as I keep doing this or that or whatever I've always had like a great support system and I still do mm-hmm. but this past year just challenged a lot of that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I'm gonna love listening to this that next was year good <laughs> that was really good and I think it's interesting to see it firsthand too with all of us because I think now that we're, we are living together and we're spending a lot more time with each other mm-hmm. I, I do see the growth it's crazy to think about it month by month because you're like like, if I haven't really processed it yet, but so much shit has happened for all of us. Yeah. For example, like, we've experienced loss this year at different times. And, like, yeah. even if I think back to, like, Jackie, right before you left for your trip, you were pretty anxious about it. But, you know, like, you oh got through it. I remember you sitting on the couch, like, 
having a little oh, I was breakdown. Yeah, okay, you had a big panic attack. I was gonna try to oh keep it God. down a little, but you did. But like we talked it through, and we were like, "No, Jackie, like, yeah, there's ways to go around doing this that like you'll you'll get through it eventually." And you did. And you and have now, the time of your life. Oh yeah. God, and now yeah. you're like, I want to fucking go back to up. Paris again. <laughs> Wait, because I remember that moment. Oh, my God. So if people don't know, I actually did a month abroad in Europe. And I got so scared before I went. I almost told April, I was like, I'm going to quit the trip and, like, book a different ticket to another city. Yeah. and Like, like by yourself. She was like, I'm, she was like, I'm going to escape for a month. You're not, like, you're not yeah. going to be able to contact me. I just want to be in the middle of nowhere. I'm going to leave. And or like you were go. like, I'll do a staycation oh in Brooklyn God. and not talk to anyone. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have no idea what I was doing, but oh, wow. I, I remember before your trip, it was only a couple days before, we were making like contingency plans. Like, what if you just changed your flight like when we leave? Yeah, like, what yeah. If you just this? What, like, we were trying to figure out how can we help you yeah. avoid like just a crazy meltdown. Like a trip crazy that you don't want to be on pretty much. Exactly. Or a situation exactly. that you don't want to be in. Yeah. Also, I feel like I'm tearing up also because I'm on my period, by the way. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Wait, I'm I am too, girl. emotional, okay? <laughs> yeah. Wow. We all kind of had, like, more lows than highs. This <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say that. That's not, that's no, not I like, mean, particularly true. No, like, yeah. if you look at it, by textbook, it should be a lot more negatives than positives. Like, that's not even true, actually, but... But there's more negatives than we're used to. Yeah, that's that's that a great way to put it. No, like if you lay it all yeah. out on the table, you're like, whoa, like there was a lot of death. A lot of like real things happened. Honestly, we should just say death. Like that's what it yeah, is, right? Yeah. I know that we we're trying to keep it PG, but like a lot of a lot of death happened this year. Having our close friends experiencing it, and then for me experiencing it myself, it was very, very Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. Kind of just eye opening. Like you're like, damn, mm-hmm. like it actually can happen to anyone at any time mm-hmm. and it's always yeah. so unexpected yeah or i guess what i what i meant by that is you can never be ready for it yeah it's like that always that thing was like oh that could happen but like yeah. it's not i mean because also as we do these reflections every year like we're getting older people around us are getting older like time's not stopping for us april do you want to dig deeper on how this year kind of went and how you're feeling now so I think a lot changed for me this year, including my relationship with myself, with my friends, with a partner. I think all of these things were building up, but it finally exploded in 2021. Mm. So that's kind of why earlier I said things weren't exactly expected, but now looking back, it wasn't necessarily surprising. Yeah. So every season kind of brought something different to the table. I think in the wintertime, it was us preparing to leave. For me, I was leaving Las Vegas. We were house hunting. Jackie and I saw a million apartments and I went through a breakup. And that was something very, very personal and something that I felt in my core, I knew had to happen. Mm -hmm. And as we kind of got into the springtime, worst state of mental health I've ever experienced. Or like I was waking up with anxiety and that's never happened before. So it was just a very strange feeling. And I just kept feeling like I had to escape. I didn't know how to deal with those emotions, right? And then this was also around the time, maybe it's related, maybe not, but I kind of went back into the dating scene. And to me, that was really fun. I loved meeting new people. And overall, it was a really fun time for me, which kind of contradicts the whole, like, my anxiety was off the charts, whatever. But I think, honestly, a lot of that anxiety was actually around work. Mm -hmm. So maybe it was a little bit separate, but 
I had a lot of fun. And I, I don't know if you guys remember like me coming home and being like, oh, like this happened. Yeah. And I'm an oversharer. So I like would give a recap of everything that happened. And <laughs> we I'll, loved it. I'll never forget the night after my first date ever, Jojo wasn't back yet. And I came home and it was not like a bad date or anything. The guy was like super nice, but uh, it was so just, I, oh my God, I got a little drunk and I was just like very intense. And I remember just like laying in bed with Jackie. And what did I say? I was like, Jackie, I think I realized that I have a really strong personality. And Jackie was just like, oh, really? No way. I was like, oh my God, what? Like, you just discovered that? (laughs) And it took me a second. At first I was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh my God, she's being sarcastic. And after that, I think because I was feeling kind of nervous before that first date. But I think after that, all of those worries went out the window. I was like, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm meeting these people that I wouldn't meet up with in person unless I could see myself being friends with them first. Mm -hmm. So that first date really just, I never saw that man again. But (laughs) it's just like that first initial like step back into the dating world. And, you know, as time went on, my mental health got a lot better. I think I'm at a really good place now. What what do you think you did to like for your mental health to get better like that? I think it was really just time. Mm -hmm. I think honestly, like I said earlier, a lot of that anxiety was around work Mm -hmm. and It was just because I think that time there was a lot of change in my life outside of work, but then work was also ramping up and I didn't know how to ask for help. And being back in New York, being with you guys, things opening up again. And then I think I was still used to the pace of Las Vegas and not doing much and just like focusing on work and family. But here it was work is now crazier than ever and we're moving into an apartment and there's this, and we're going out, and there's that. And it was just a lot. I didn't realize how much it affected me until it was too late almost. Mm-hmm. What I think it's interesting in how you bring up that story where you're like, oh, like, I think, you know, I have a strong personality. And just for you to slowly throughout the year, just learn more about yourself. And like, the more people you're meeting, the different personalities you're exposed to, you're like, wow, like, I'm learning this about myself and seeing you just to finally figure out like oh this is the fit for me or this is not the fit for me Mm -hmm. oh my god like april from (laughs) april i was gonna say april from april april from april to april and may and june and july were all complete different like if the four of them were in a room having conversation i would pay to see that each week is like a different april you know (laughs) (laughs) and that was fun to see it's like what april would come back one week and we're talking all about all these things and then Next week, it'd be like a complete I know. 180. And then next week, she's like, oh, by the way. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> it was opposite of what I said. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's like a reality TV show. Yeah. Weekly episodes. With, with yourself. <laughs> yeah. 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 Throughout all of that, even though it was an intense time for me, I was enjoying myself and having fun with life and with you guys mm-hmm. and meeting all these strangers. So I think now as we're getting into wintertime, I'm in a new relationship. Wow. <laughs> and it's, it's coffee been... season. Yeah. It is. Oh, God. <laughs> but I feel very, very happy. I truly feel like I'm learning so much. Like, I'm learning how to be a better partner. I'm learning how to be a better person. And I don't know. I just, I feel like being able to learn from your partner is one of the most important things because you're like stuck with this person you know what i mean if you commit to that person for the rest yeah, of your life yeah, yeah. like if you're not constantly being challenged and learning what the mm-hmm. fuck are you doing moving on to the career reflections i know jojo experienced something exciting and new jojo do you want to dive into that yeah sure i at the end of 2020 is that right i get confused by the years too but at the end of 2020 <laughs> yeah. 
my work partner and I, Sam, he, I originally like was feeling very hesitant about asking for a promotion. I don't know why. It's definitely like imposter syndrome. It's definitely feeling like we were in a in a pandemic and I just didn't feel like I was being that efficient. So I just didn't really feel that convinced that we deserved it. But, you know, I also think it comes from him being like a white cis man, but he really pushed for us to ask for that promotion. And originally, actually, our managers told us that they weren't really sure if we like fully deserved how much we were asking for. So at work, actually, I helped found the employee resource group. And in the entire history of the company, they never had that. So that was something really cool. And I found community with other like marginalized people at my work. And I was talking to them about it. And they were like, no, you fucking deserve so much more. Oh. Like not just because you're like underpaid, but just because like you're doing all this stuff for the company, like you totally deserve it. And mm -hmm. so when promotion time came around, they eventually told us that we got a like 26% raise, which was wow. actually more than I was expecting. And that was cool. That was in March of this year. And it just kind of made me realize like I am worth more than, you know, than a job. And you like asking for your value is so important. And I actually also realized that I need to conserve my energy more when it comes to work. Like work is not your whole life and it really shouldn't be. And I know that our generation feels this way, but like it's so hard when you come from like a an immigrant family and for them, like, honestly, like, work is their life because, like, they came to America for opportunities. And so opportunity is your life. And it's, like, very survival-oriented. But I think I'm starting to become more okay with that not being a reality. I think it's nice to have the work-life balance and actually separating them because I think for me, too, having that separation allows me to kind of move things apart and not feel like everything's merged together because the fine line kind of gets great. You feel the need to like, you can't close your computer past 5 p.m. because, you know, if someone needs something yeah. and you want to make sure they get they get what they need, but you're like, oh, but it's, what about my time, you know? Mm -hmm. So what about you, Jackie? Do you, how do you feel about your career this past year? Because I know you've had so many changes in terms of the type of work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. I have a new meaning for work where it's bringing me excitement and it's bringing me passion. It's not even work anymore. It's just I'm doing what I like to do. I like that you refer to your whole relationship with NFTs and crypto as work and not as your like side hustle. It's like becoming like what you're doing like and what you yeah, love doing. Because this is work for you and you take it seriously and this is what you intend to do and this is what you what you're passionate about. What I actually really like that someone at work said was that we all have our majors and minors. And I feel like mm. for you, crypto started as Aww. a minor and now it's becoming more of your major. One thing that I did want to add is that mm. I finally am able to see clarity. And I think that was one of the hardest things I had is just everything felt so blurred and foggy and I didn't know where I was going. But now I'm able to see a more clear path. Like the fog is now gone and I'm not scared of moving forward. Like I see the path, Yay. but there's no end, you know, yeah. and I don't know where I'm going. But you're excited to yeah. find out. And I'm excited to go down yeah. that road and I'm excited mm -hmm. to see what's to come, whether it's good or bad. And I'm, I think with work now too, I was scared to take risks, but now I'm like, you know, fuck it. Like I want to take all the risks, mm -hmm. you know, even though it yeah, is. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people aspire to or what people are looking for, that mm -hmm. feeling. So like, that's amazing. And that I think is great. Not lucky because, like, you, 
you worked really hard to get here yeah and you know you had to do so many things to get to the point where you feel that way yeah so I think I'm still on that journey mm-hmm. I'm still figuring it out I think this past year was pretty good I think in general in terms of my career I did get promoted again I'm a senior Ooh. account manager I also got like a couple pay bumps which is exciting but at the end of the day it's still the same work mm-hmm. and I'm at that point now where I need to start considering my next moves I honestly still love my team like there's a reason why we're still at these places right for yeah. me at least I love my team what I do I'm still learning I'm maybe getting to the point where I might not be learning as much as I used to be. I think I am getting very comfortable, mm-hmm. especially since I am now at that three, three-year mark, which is insane. And something that actually surprised me about the three of us is that we're all technically in the same jobs. Like we're in the <laughs> same like nine to five company doing yeah. pretty much the same thing, which I thought one of us would quit <laughs> by now. But I mean, yeah. maybe that's in the cards for next year. Honestly, I see that happening next year. Probably I do too. maybe more so for Jackie <laughs> and less for you and I. Great. But like, it's not a bad thing. Like, I, I totally see that. Like, we've both been on our jobs for almost three years or three years-ish. And like, we're at the point where we're questioning like, you know, what's next? Exactly what April just said. But like, I'm also at the point where... It is kind of like choosing between a few different pathways, especially because I'm getting more responsibility now because like Mm -hmm. it's kind of known that as an art director in advertising and in like this world of creativity, your first two years, it's kind of like hazing. You mostly do banner ads. (laughs) Like you do the things that all the seniors don't want to do. And I feel like I'm finally at the point where they're trusting me to do more things. So like in August or October, actually, I led my first photo shoot for a client and it was a whole commercial shoot too. And I was asking for this for years and I never got it. And I think that maybe they were waiting for me to be able to prove myself. And I feel like I finally did. And then next week, I'm actually leading an entire photo shoot and video shoot again, but I'll be remote. Um, So it'll be interesting to see like what I learned from that experience. But I just see like a lot more like opportunities coming our way and I'm pretty excited to see where we go. I just keep going back to the question. It's like, what's next for me at this company? I think for me right now, what I'm looking forward to in terms of career, maybe like our own side projects, separate from work, separate from the podcast and maybe having our own ventures. I think what's good is that, I mean, you took on like a career advancement coach to help you process that. So I think I'm excited for to even see what happens for you next year and what you start to discover and what you find through a program at work I got matched with a really cool mentor we have our first meeting this coming Friday and I'm really excited to meet her I specifically asked for someone who has experience either starting their own business or you know being that CEO like girl boss vibes whatever just kidding girl boss is now frowned upon Mm -hmm. but I think another thing too is recently the three of us have been kind of looking around for mentors. I'm glad that you're touching on mentors because I actually do want to shout out my mentor, Bernice Chow. I got paired with her through this program that I like kind of mindlessly applied for. I just saw it on LinkedIn, but I also want to shout out the program. If anyone's interested, you should totally apply. It's through the 3AF, which is the Asian American Advertising Federation. And there's this program I applied for. Um, It's called Next Gen. And pretty much they pair you with someone in a discipline that you're either in or want to get into. And I got paired with the very badass Bernice Chow. She experienced a big career change throughout our like partnership or our mentorship. And 
it's been amazing seeing the work that she does and her like influencing things that like we're also doing because she's also leading an organization called Asians in Advertising. And she's actually planning this really awesome Asian advertising conference. And she actually asked us to be on a panel with like really cool people doing cool things like Asian boss girl is going to be there. (laughs) But I just didn't really think of us as like being panelists necessarily. But now I I see it happening and it's going to happen. So I think that's like really cool for us. Just like from what we hear through you and kind of like the way you talk about her and also like the ways that she's gone out of her way, honestly, to help you and lift you up is honestly so inspiring. And mm-hmm. it just makes me feel like once we get to that time, like we should be doing that or will be doing oh, that totally. for as well. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I love that. So moving on to relationships. I mean, we can touch on like romantic relationships with significant others. We can talk on friendships or like families. I'm going to kind of touch on all the above. I'll start with like relationship, I guess. So the reason that I even started therapy was because I feel like when it comes to my relationships with others, it's really hard for me to express how I'm feeling. And I think that comes from a place of like not wanting to be vulnerable. And I think that's even further deeper rooted in the fact that like this entire past year and maybe my entire life, I haven't taken the time to really like reflect on anything it's just always been like push forward and keep going and like do more and I feel like with like my relationships it has definitely come to a point where like you know I'm not getting any younger and I've been with my boyfriend for now like almost five years next month like in a month and a half it's gonna be five years and it's like you know we've had these conversations like about marriage and everything we have friends around us getting married and engaged or having kids I feel like he's been very supportive of me I started dating him when I was 20 years old I'm a completely different person from even like a year ago you know he even asked me when we were like pillow talking the other night he was like do you (laughs) think that we are both very different now and I was like yes absolutely like for the better and I think it's because like we both really just push on each other to get better And, um, like the main reason I started therapy was actually because of him, because I wanted to get better for him. And I feel like Mm -hmm. with like this new year, I'm really excited to, to do that and like really focus on like how to make those relationships better in general. And when it comes to like family, my brother and I had our first like sibling trip, I guess you could call it, where he, he visited me in New York for I think a week ish. And, you know, we were both like, whoa, this is our first sibling trip. Like, how's it going to go? And we even recorded an episode together, which is last month's episode, if you want to listen, where we like just, you know, talk about our relationship because I am six years older than him. So, you know, it's almost like I was his like second mom growing up and I still feel like I am. So it's just been nice to like actually have these more like mature conversations with him now that we're both older He's only 19, but I feel like we're at this point in our lives where, like, we want to get closer. And I feel like it's been really nice to, like, actually vocalize that with him and, like, learn to be more vulnerable with him, with our parents as well. And when it comes to friendships, it's been interesting. Like, I feel like I've had a lot of, like, weight on my shoulders when it comes to certain friendships in my life because it feels like sometimes I don't know why I'm not close to certain people who I used to be, like, ride or die with. And it got to the point where I was like, you know what? 
I, again, want to be vulnerable and reach out to these people. So I have since rekindled with one of my, like, freaking lifelong best friends. Like, we, like, kind of, like, didn't talk for three years. And I initially made it about me. I was like, why won't she reach out to me? Why isn't the effort being reciprocated? But after reaching out to her and talking, I realized it's not about me. I realized that she was going through so much shit in her life that maybe I should have been more there for her. So we've been, like, rekindling. And it's just also put into perspective, like, you know, if you care for someone, let them know because it's not fucking guaranteed. And I feel like I've kind of used that mindset to be more intentional with my friendships this past year. Like, you know, not just being friends with someone because it's easy, but, you know, like, these relationships take work even when it's a friendship. So... I feel like this past year, like, it's been about, like, putting in the work and really seeing the benefits of that work. Mm-hmm. Sorry, oh, I feel like I rambled. So yeah, that was really good. No, that was good. I really like that. No, Jojo, I feel like you don't normally talk about your yeah. feelings that much. So even, yeah. like, hearing you talking about all this is, like, kind of new to us. Yeah. Too. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's nice to hear it. Because we, like, understand where you come from and, like, yeah. we see maybe why you feel these things, yeah. but you never really, like, share them as explicitly as you just did. Yeah. Yeah, and that's really a part of it, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I really like how you touched on all three different, I guess it's not just these three, but yeah. with the family, with the friends, and also more romantic relationships. I think I already touched on, you know, the romantic side of things mm-hmm. this year and kind of how my outlook on it changed. So that's actually kind of scary. So I kind of want to talk about specifically our relationships with friends in New York and also at home. So I think this year, I really, really took to heart quality over quantity. I realized that I shouldn't waste my time because it is wasting time on people that don't add anything to my life. Yeah. And I know that it's not all about me, me, me all the time, but it's like, I'm here to show face or I'm here to just be like, oh, I'm here to be here, whatever. But I don't actually really want to be here. I'm not like learning or gaining anything from this. I'm not giving much either. I'm just here for the sake of being here. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I really, really want to avoid in my life because it is a huge waste of my time and Mm -hmm. energy. And I think now that we're close to the end of 2021, it hasn't been happening as much. I feel a lot happier. I feel a lot lighter. I feel like the people and things I'm spending time with or spending time for are things that I truly, truly value. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just my biggest takeaway from relationships. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel like since we're getting older, it's like, you know, it's been, I don't even know how many years since we graduated high school, like seven. And then it's been almost, or it's been over three now since we graduated college, at least for April and I. So it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like when you're, a fresh grad, you kind of hold on to these friendships you've made earlier in your life for the sake of it Mm -hmm. and for the comfort of having them because like they're all you know. As we get older, it's kind of like, you know, I need to be more intentional, back to my word, (laughs) about like who I'm spending this time with. Mm -hmm. And like priorities change too and that's okay. I think as we get older, some people... We just grow. Don't grow up. Yeah. Some people do. Some people want to hold on to what's comfortable. Some people want to challenge the status quo. And even if you were super, super close in 2014, the way you think it could be completely different now. And back to what Jojo said earlier about her relationship with Nick and, you know, kind of how they're at the five-year mark, whatever. Something I think about with my relationships in general is as we grow older and as we change Mm -hmm. with people you love, you have to keep re-falling in love with them. 
Yeah. If that makes sense. Because we're constantly changing. Yeah. So if I want to commit like to someone. It's like this new version of you has to love exactly. this like new version of that person. Yeah. Exactly. And vice yeah. versa, right? Yeah. So I think when I first started talking about this, I was referring only to romantic relationships. But I think it's very true for friendships and stuff too. It's oh, like, totally. I, it's like, Jackie, like I love the person you are now, but also the person you're becoming, right? Aww. And I think that's Aww. like what – yeah okay <laughs> I mean, that's really what it's all about right in relationships yeah. and it's like i don't know i think that's so important and how relationships last because it's like we're constantly changing it's like i care about the way you think about things yeah and the way you react to things and that that's part of like what makes you who you are right but that could change in two years and three years and 50 years like you can have different reactions to specific things but like as your friend or as like your partner, I should be able to understand those changes and accept them because that's who you are. Well, that was good. Because that, <laughs> that kind of even leads into my reflections as well, just because I'm, for me, I spent maybe like last year and last couple of years to finally finding love within myself and Aww. doing like, yeah, doing things for myself, but then I, and I have to realize, give back to the people who have been supporting me along the way and finally making an effort that like, it can't always just be me too, like to give my time to also, to show how grateful I am for others and to make sure that they are also supported. And if you are changing and if I am changing, if there is a, a disconnect, but we still want each other in our lives, like how can we fix that? And what, where are we changing next? And I hope that I am more transparent, but also everyone else is a little more transparent so we're not in the dark three years from now. And I'm, I'm questioning, like, why are we not talking? Or why did this happen, you know? Mm-hmm. You were intentional with yeah. your action. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what about your romantic relationship? Um, uh... <laughs> So this one I did not think enough about, and I still feel like I'm Jackie, you kind of like hashed it out with me the other night after you had a little bit a lot to drink. (laughs) April, I have never like really heard Jackie talk like this in depth about no, like these men in her life. No, 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 no. We don't have to get into (laughs) it right now, but you know, I've never heard Jackie like actually talk with me about like these men. So. You know, it was just, it was really interesting. And I'm glad that you like decided to share that with me. I feel like I haven't even processed it myself. So uh-huh. I think when I was talking to Jojo about it, it like all came out. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, holy shit. These are a lot of feelings that I've been avoiding. It's <laughs> crazy how like physically uncomfortable you get when this comes up. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay, so Jackie's sitting next to me right now. So I feel like I'm talking to her, right? <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable right and now. And she looks so uncomfortable because yeah. this is just not like... I don't know. It's crazy because I think you're also an oversharer. I am an But not for this specifically. Yeah. That's so true. This is like what I realized because I'm so avoidant and that's what mm-hmm. I've learned throughout mm-hmm. therapy. And I'm still avoiding a lot of the stuff. And this is like one major thing that I haven't been able to break the wall down. But I think even for next year, it's one thing that I need to be more intentional about learning and mm-hmm. figuring out why this is still up and okay. all that be specific. What is this? What are you working on? I think being vulnerable and giving my time away and being – I think I'm scared to be hurt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm scared to yeah. figure out what potentially could happen and figuring out what my flaws are, but be, being able to accept someone else's. But also I'm scared for like 
someone to know my flaws, I think, too, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's definitely a part of it. And it, it is scary. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once you find someone who, like, will reflect those flaws and, like, really show them to you, but also help you, like, grow around them, I think that's when, like, it starts becoming less scary. Yeah. So we'll put that on pause for now. (laughs) I think in the future, when you listen back to this, you're going to be grateful that we kept it. Yeah, I think because it's like you know all part of progress and all of our journeys. And we'll think about this moment when you're married. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) at your wedding. Oh my god, speeches. We're going to be like, I remember when. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I just think it's interesting that you say that because have people in your life that accept you like fully yeah. like i i would say that jojo and i like know yeah, most yeah. of your flaws yeah. or at least oh when you God. show us April right can like speak your language when i can't even yeah and you know like i think we understand you differently but at the end of the day like we understand you and it's it's interesting to me that you are not i guess it is a little bit different but it's still you know like kind of similar how it's like i'm not saying you need to find the next april or jojo but it's like you shouldn't be closed off to that opportunity yeah. from happening. It's something that's happened in the past. Mm-hmm. I think recently too, where it's like you kind of shut it down before you think it can get to that point. Yeah. But I don't know, like even if it doesn't become like the crazy magical love of your life, like you can just have another friend. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know? Someone who truly cares about you. Yeah. Right. And maybe you're going to meet a couple like assholes uh-huh. along the way, but that's just part of the process and yeah. i think that's going to help you learn what you don't want to yeah <laughs> she agrees ladies and gents <laughs> i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> i'm really excited for this part because i think i know jackie's <laughs> but i think it's gonna be really funny if jojo has the same word as me or jackie oh, yeah <laughs> i don't think she will but that'll be hilarious i'll say my it word first happen. okay i think april does know but you know the word that kept coming up all the time throughout this year and why I chose it. And like I said, there was like that path that was opening up and this word just kept popping up. It was to breathe. And breathe is my word of 2022 because I feel like I just, everything in my life is just so fast and scattered and my head is everywhere. And the one thing that I always forget to do is to breathe. Wow. For 2022, I want to be able to enjoy more moments that are happening right now and to take that moment and literally just to take in the air and to stop and yeah and just to breathe stop and smell the roses yeah love it that is my word of 2022 what about you guys so mine is actually very similar to yours jackie but it's not the same word mine is (laughs) presence like just to be present it's kind of similar i do think like breathing is probably a part of it but mine is more so like really just like being there and processing and like feeling because I think for me I try to like push all those thoughts away and it's like it gets scary to really like think but it's also I want to get to know myself more because you know you're fucking stuck with yourself your entire life so it's like (laughs) what am I doing if I don't know myself because then that's not going to help me with my other relationships and in life in general so I think it's more about like going deeper than just these surface emotions that I feel. Like my therapist told me surface emotions are things that just happen really quick, like anger or like Mm -hmm. sadness. Those are just like blanket emotions, you know, like what Mm -hmm. is the root of these emotions that you're feeling? And I want to be more present and just like really process life. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Thanks. I feel like the 
the three of us like kind of have a similar theme going on <gasps> it's like same but different right yeah, yeah yeah so my word is embrace oh oh wow and, yeah i like <laughs> <Thanks>. that <laughs> but when i think of this it has a couple different meanings for me i think i think one of the first things i think of is like embracing change mm-hmm. you know and then embracing my own feelings and how to communicate them but also like physically embracing people in my life like being able to show my love and embrace the people I care about. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like two-sided. I think going back to the embracing change thing, through all the change that happened in 2021, I kind of want to take it all in as like good lessons Mm -hmm. and carry that with me into 2022 and kind of embrace what else comes along the way in 2022. So whether that means more change, more upheaval, more craziness, whatever, I want to take it as they are don't take it personally it is what it is Mm -hmm. and do my best wow (laughs) i feel like we all have like those like live left love posters (laughs) as our words it's just embrace present and breathe yeah let it flow (laughs) i like how i like how our words are kind of passive but the meaning is so like impactful still because last year our Mm -hmm. words were very like strong like grit and like growth like very actual yeah yeah it's a lot softer i think our 2021 words were a lot more action oriented maybe a little bit it was very like the connotation is just a lot more aggressive i think embrace presence and breathe is very soft very airy it makes me feel calm it makes me feel calmer like i feel more like like let's fucking go like yeah it's gonna happen regardless and we're happy to be a part of the ride wow this is so cute (laughs) (laughs) breathe i don't know embrace breathe and then be present i think that flows better yeah no yeah right that embrace breathe it's kind of like in in an order right yeah Yeah. we should make you know those like cheesy neon signs (laughs) if that is not on a like printed brick on our house (laughs) like on the wall then i want it in the door entryway (laughs) oh my god yeah and since we're making mood boards we should print them out I guess we talked about what it means to us and why we chose it. But before we wrap up, let's each share some specific examples because we love that around here on how we can actually implement this into our life because we can say whatever bullshit we want. But if we don't create actionable steps to actually make it a part of our life and really like take it in, it's not going to happen because we're just so busy all the time and we can get swept up in things. I know I can. So I guess, Jackie, Uh what is something that you can do to kind of embrace embrace haha <laughs> you can okay that was not on purpose yeah. how you can bring in you know like slowing down taking a breather being chill yeah i think it's going back to meditation and also sitting with my thoughts as you can tell i feel like i am avoidant i'm avoiding thinking about things and i fill that void with work i fill it with hobbies and technology and everything that is like filling my brain that is not embracing my feelings and thoughts and stuff so taking time to actually talk things through digest them learn why they're coming up and kind of process them finally and that was too vague for me i need something (gasps) more specific oh man i uh, (laughs) my my actionable item is to stop avoiding my therapist. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, you will respond to her yeah. in the next three days. <laughs> yeah, okay, please. The things that I do want to do is, one, 
get back to my therapist, see, and actually get someone in person to talk things through. And then to finally post all of my Instagram photos from like two <laughs> yeah, years ago. Yeah, you were really avoidant with like posting on social yeah, media. The thing is like, I'm really proud and I like love those photos and I want them on my feed. I just haven't posted it yet. Mm-hmm. And those are we'll still coming We'll help you ghostwrite so. captions. <laughs> Yes. I'm just going to post them all because I just want them on my feed. Yeah. Just you can edit the like, question later. Yeah. Because I just yeah. like looking at the, these photos and I'm like, I want people to see that like. Yeah. Like, like what you've been I up to. Feed, like, yeah. Like I. Like people want to be updated. I'm Yellowstone. Yeah. So I want those on my feed. I know. That I literally have That was ago. over a year ago, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I can breathe and just take in the moment. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think moments. you like filling up your days like, like every hour. Is filled up with something. Yeah. So maybe something actionable you can do is dedicate a couple of those hours a day to something. I mean, I know this is hard, but like not crypto related, not <laughs> yeah. work related, maybe not even like friends related, yeah. you know, like going out with friends like for dinner and stuff like just maybe putting aside like one hour a day. You yeah. know what? Let's not even do one hour. Let's start with 10 minutes, yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes a day where you dedicate completely to yourself and whatever you want. Like, that doesn't have to do with anyone else. Right. I think that's a really good way to start. And if it means like 10 minutes today to post your photo, <laughs> like that would be great because you've been putting it off for so long. You yeah. know what I mean? Like 10 minutes tomorrow can be dedicated to, yeah. I don't know, what do you want to do? Just like maybe calling up an old friend. Or yeah, something. yeah, know, exactly. Really cool. that, that's a really good idea. Yeah. So like maybe every day in the morning when you wake up, I don't know, this might be extra, but <laughs> thinking like how can I dedicate like 10 or 15 minutes today to myself to really let go of yeah. like everything and like at the end of the day you can be like that made me really happy and that only took x yeah. amount of time i like that i think we should all do that, that but yeah that's great <laughs> yeah okay everyone think about your 10 minute breather for tomorrow okay jojo what about you how are you going to specifically implement honestly this sounds kind of weird but i feel like i was a lot more like in tune with myself in college when i was regularly exercising Because now I feel like I don't have a way to – in a healthy way to release that stress. Like it's just through like doing more like work, whether it's like mental labor or like actually like making something with my hands or creating something. Mm -hmm. So I kind of want to get back into like a routine of implementing exercise in my life. Because like we said, yoga is a way of like opening up your mind. And also like, you know, yoga (laughs) includes breath work and stretching. So I feel like that would actually be – like a nice hobby for all of us potentially. Um, Wait, yeah. Should we do roommate yoga sessions like twice a week in the morning? Yeah. At least twice a week. I think we should just like yeah minimum try yeah. yeah. Um, yeah but yeah, like start, we start with once a week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I feel like being present starts with like you know feeling like this feels weird. This sounds weird to say, but like feeling your body and being in tune with like yourself, body, like your physical connection. body, mm-hmm. and I feel and like your that might body. <laughs> yeah exactly, and that might like benefit me personally i'm actually running a 5k really last minute next week and that's wow that's not even what? that much it's just three miles but my friend that's was like do you want to run it with me and i was like sure and i forgot that like when i used to run in college that was a way for me to like you know kind of empty my mind and just that. think about breathing and running so i kind of want to get back into that Ooh. Ooh, i like that that's really cool thank you yeah i like Yay. it what are some routines or daily things that you, like specifically that you can implement so you mentioned running like are you going to go on a run like once a week twice a week like kind of what are more specific examples of how you plan to do that so the thing is i feel like 
I'm not that comfortable with our neighborhood yet to like run outside and stuff. I don't know why. Like it just doesn't feel like normal because like for example in Houston, I can just run around my neighborhood and it feels totally fine and safe. Mm -hmm. But something about running in Brooklyn just feels very like open. But maybe it does mean like getting back into Vital. That's our climbing gym. Like maybe Mm -hmm. going there and like exercising and rock climbing again. Because at my best, I was going to Vital twice a week, I feel like. Um, And at my very best, it was like four times a week when people were like visiting or like other people asked me to go. I feel like I sometimes would be like, Jackie's not going today, so I don't want to. But I think more like being okay with like going by myself and just doing whatever I want at the gym, you know? For me, what are some specific ways? I think dating challenges me every single day, (laughs) to be frank, on, you know, confronting my own emotions and how I can communicate them. Because I, similar to Jojo, that's something that I've always struggled with. Mm -hmm. But for him, it comes like a little bit too easily, in my opinion. (laughs) That's how it is for Nick, too. These Aries men. I know. And I'm an Aries, too. But it's just like, what? No, men and women are different. Yeah, because <laughs> he is just so he's like overly communicative. Like he wants to share everything because if he doesn't, it will like eat him up. And for me, it's the opposite. I'm like, I rather just hold on to these, and because I, I know yeah. that feeling will pass, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that, and I'm okay with just letting it go, and I know that will be okay. But I think in general, I feel like my word is a little bit more not as actionable. I mean, I don't know. What do you What do you guys think? I, I think because you're you're embracing something new yeah and so I, I can't like plan for it yeah right yeah what do you think i think no, i agree being, i think for you something more actionable is like not being as scared when things come up because i think be vulnerable it's yeah being a little more vulnerable and, and actually like but like what though like what do i need to be more vulnerable for n- just like when new stuff come up i like noticed, what like <laughs> I don't, you know we don't know that's why we gotta embrace it but for you we realize a lot of the stuff you're really good at taking things on but when something that is out of the ordinary that's like so you're like oh whoa this is not as this is not what was used to before mm-hmm and say like with your new relationship and things are pressing you, you're like, whoa, I now have to kind of change some of my ways that I'm used to, that I'm comfortable with mm-hmm. and kind of embracing that new thing. And I'm like, how can I implement this into my life for a good and a better way? Or if I'm taking this new thing on. Yeah, I think the one of the reasons or not one of the reasons, one of the main reasons I chose this word was for it to be relationship oriented Mm -hmm. because that's kind of where my mind is at right now I think you know like being in a new relationship a lot is happening and I'm still learning a lot more and he's learning a lot about me so I think embracing those moments of tension where maybe we are butting heads a little bit and he has a completely different way of expressing that than I do yeah and yeah I don't think either version or either reaction is wrong but for me, it's hard to respond to him because it's different than what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. But I think if I tie back the other sides of like the word embrace, maybe those can be a little bit more actionable because it's like more planned, quote unquote, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like embracing the people in my life. So kind of like Jackie earlier, like maybe calling a friend or like being more in tune with the people that I don't see every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's hard sometimes to be yeah. like, oh, wait, I should 
I should reach out, you know? All three of our action steps kind of blend together. Yeah, it does. And it's interesting because it's like we can do them together and like <laughs> help each other yeah, grow. Yeah, it's and very keep holistic. Each other accountable. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Is this what growing up feels like? We didn't even plan this. I really love this episode. We're kind of reflecting things, but like with each other, it hits a whole different level with all also, of Also, this year, I feel like we haven't really had an episode with just us three. Yeah. Not like this. It's yeah. kind of just like reconnecting with each other and reconnecting with ourselves and what we want to do in the future. And I don't know, just like talking with each other. It's like we all see each other grow and hit our highs and our lows. So mm-hmm. this is a nice way to kind of wrap it up for the year and come together and see what's next for us. And I hope the listeners like this as well and are along for the ride. And if anyone ever wants to reflect with us, you know, feel <laughs> free to send us a DM. We would love just just to hear what everyone else is going through. We have a feature on our anchor actually where you can submit a voice message Aww. and no one has ever done it. So if you're I mean, still listening, surprising. yeah, I'm not surprised, but it would make me very happy if one person did. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming along on this ride of Asian Glow Ups. You can follow us on our Instagram at Asian Glow Up Pod and find our episodes on the 15th of every month on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts and any other podcast Pretty much platforms. anywhere so. that you can stream podcasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, You'll find us. We'll be there. <laughs> so thank you for coming and happy New Year's, guys. Yeah. yeah. And I think oh before we wrap up, one last thing I would say is what is your theme of 2022? What intentions do you have for 2022? We would love to know if, you know, instead of having New Year resolutions, because I think they're kind of overrated. I prefer these themes. I think you two do too. Mm-hmm. So any listeners out there, if throughout the entire duration of this episode, if any word came to you while listening to us, let us know. I think I think we would love to hear that. Yeah. See you soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.